Now to put on the headphones and see how it sounds. Oh, that's great. Welcome to the Adventures in Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news, always in podcast form. For those who don't have time to read, I'm your host, Kevin McCreary. Let's get started. Well, last week, we began reviewing the three-part episode, Life Expectancy. Uh, Ryan, Garrett, and myself, along with the one and only Josh Taylor, was here. And I hope you guys enjoyed that because, well, he is back this week for us to continue our discussion about life expectancy. Yeah, I guess we'll just jump right into it. So right now, part two of our review of Life Expectancy from the Adventures in Odyssey album, A Call to Something More. Enjoy. You were sort of saying that you liked how Wooten was less crazy in this episode. I sort of didn't like how Wooten was making jokes and stuff because it seemed like it was too sad of an episode to need... Comic with relief. Well, Comic yeah, relief, that's the, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I liked everything that Wooten was doing that wasn't funny. Like, I feel like when yeah. he's actually used more as a dramatic character, he's actually pretty good. But it's when he's just he's awesome, goofy yeah. all the time, and it's not adding anything. It's just there to be funny and make seven-year-olds laugh. You know what I mean? That's Yeah, because uh, I, I feel like in the older episodes, like, for example, the Mortal Coil, it was sad, and they kept it that way. They didn't need someone to come in and have comic relief. Can you imagine so. Wooten in the Mortal Coil? Can oh, yeah. you I was just trying to imagine oh, that. Oh, that oh, hey, would wait, be. what's uh, going on? Are you in heaven? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that would not work at all. It's not the kind of episode. But yeah, again, I, I, I like full of licorice. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say in closing about the episodes, because yes, we didn't really mention this, but I don't know if this is just a thing where, because I'm 25, Kevin is 27, just at a certain point, this was a very mature adult episode of Odyssey, and I feel like they haven't really done yeah. as many of those lately. If you are in your mid to late 20s, this was a really solid episode that kind of just gave itself room to breathe and let just these conversations, because once you hit about 25 or 26, you start to realize you're about a quarter of the way through your life, probably. And you start kind of just thinking about life and death and what everything means. And a lot of the questions that Connie was asking and struggling with and that the episode didn't really say, you know, we, we don't have all the answers, but we know who has them was basically what the answer ended up being. I just I really appreciated that. Yeah. I thought it was cool that it, it gave itself room to breathe and didn't pretend that like there was a nice little box with a bow to tie on top of it. That, and here's your episode, little eight to 12 year olds. Yeah. Enjoy your Odyssey. Yeah. This was like really heavy stuff that like as a 25 year old, I was like, I struggled with as I listened to it. it. It was like when I heard the episode was coming out, I knew it was gonna have something to do with death. And I was honestly nervous to listen to it because I knew they were it was going to be heavy. But yeah. I'm so glad that I did because it was so encouraging to uh, listen to. I'm not saying I, I felt like it shouldn't have been on the album or anything. Like, I, I thought it was great, the whole conversations and stuff. Like, Although I did have trouble trying to understand what Connie's question was because she just asked people, what do you think about death and suffering? And I was like, well, you need to be a little bit more specific. <laughs> what are you asking about death and suffering? But everybody seemed to understand what she was saying. Well, but I love that because she wasn't sure what she was saying. And, you know, how Eugene went through, well, here's, you know, I mean, he, he got very specific. And she was like, oh, well, that's, that is what I'm asking. I wasn't sure what I was asking. And whenever right. she was talking to her sister and the questions that were being asked were just so, when I was listening, I was like, I can't wait to find out 
how they answer this because yeah, I don't know. Exactly. And when there's an Odyssey exactly. episode where I'm not like, I know how they're going to end this. Exactly. Then I right. love that's, it. Well, that's the and, bottom but, line. And it ended up giving several different answers to several different points of the question because it wasn't just one question. Right. It's like, here's an entire book full of questions. Can you answer yeah. them all for me? And that was the importance but, of Wooten's conversation with her at the end. He was basically saying, you know, right. you're asking about life and death and all this stuff while you're in the midst of suffering through a death. Mm-hmm, right. So from Wooten's perspective, he just needs to be the community of people, be a part of the community of people around her that is there for her, even if the questions are hard and, and there aren't like easy answers to all of them. And then uh, Mr. Whitaker as well with his final kind of statements to her too. I don't know. It just all wrapped up really nicely. And yeah. I, just really yeah. I felt it. like it was something that couldn't be rushed. And in real life, we do have to be patient because they didn't answer all the questions. They didn't have a Danny Tanner moment where he comes and tells that's a Full House reference. Real life doesn't always have that. Right. You know, you do have a bunch of questions and you're not sure. And that's the case, you know, how Connie needed to act towards her sister that right. it's not, well, tell me the answer that I need to go and give my sister. No, at the end, they had her writing that letter and saying, I'm here to be your friend. And yep. life is right. a journey. And I'm willing to go on that journey with you. I don't have all the answers, but allow me to be a part of your life so I can go on the journey and we can discover the answers together. And then we can go on a journey as missionaries with my new husband. Exactly, to, man. Uh, to- <laughs> Odyssey, Odyssey. <laughs> that was one thing I was going to say that I felt like kind of just contributed to the all over the place feelingness of it is that I feel like maybe they should have waited till the very end ah, to throw in Jeff. Just having him in the middle. In just too quickly. It, yeah, I'd agree. I'd right. agree with it, that. it lost some focus to the episode when he was just suddenly in there and then she asked for this sort of teaser. So it just kind of focuses on him for about five minutes it, of the episode and yeah. he's not part of the episode. It's like, why Why did they have to have that conversation? As a writer, I understand that conflict, though, because it makes more sense for him to have been at the reception right. wake thing rather than for him to just show up. right. Oh, and like show up in wit's end like after it's always like, oh, hi, I'm, I'm Jeff and uh, I want to go on a date sometime. And like it was either yeah. be in the middle or be at the end of the episode. I just think it might have worked nicer with the flow less if maybe they hadn't had a chance to talk to each other. Yep. And then afterwards, he's like, sorry, I missed you at the funeral. Exactly. I, I hear you. It just felt like it really it made the episode feel like, flow. OK, what is this episode about? Like, I forgot what the episode was about because they were having all these conversations. I forgave it for its problems just because it was such a solid episode all around that. And they were trying to cover so much that I just thought it was really good. I don't know. I really liked it. Odyssey is always good, but every once in a while they just like nail it, nail it. And I feel like this episode like nailed it. This is one where I was jumping up and down and like punching walls and stuff because it was so good. He was crying. I was like, this is it. This is it. This is everything that I believe. Because so much of this is like so foundational to how I believe evangelism should really happen in real life. Mm-hmm. Let's do our ratings. Um, okay. <laughs> hey, we could do a scale of one out of 12, and it could be months of the year. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to give this a 12 out of 12 Shocker. months of the year. <laughs> really? Uh, and I, I as well, I'm going to give it 12 out of 12. This is some of the best Odyssey that they've produced in years and probably ever. Yeah. Really, yeah. I liked it. It was a little all over the place, especially in the final episode. It felt like part three could have been its own episode, a 9.5 out of 10. All right, I guess we're doing it out of 12, so an 11 out of 12. <laughs> okay. I don't think that fraction uh, 11, 11 months out of the year. <laughs> you, you've got to do the math. 11 wives named months out of the year. Okay. And Ryan? Yeah. That's how many wives I'm giving it. Um, I'm going to give it a 10.8 months 
out of the year yeah. out of 12. We got all the way Just to uh, the end of October. I like the episode, but I think it could have been much better if they hadn't thrown in the comic relief because it's mm. a sad episode and... One of the reasons I probably didn't cry was because I was just frustrated with Wooten and Penny eating up all Connie's food that they brought. Yeah, hurtful. that was brought to her, and all their antics just kind of distracted that, from Connie's lesson. That actually made me cry more. Yeah. knowing that the food was gone. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? You are so callous. I got to laugh and cry. That's the parts that really get me. Is like I'm like, <laughs> I love that. And thus concludes our discussion and review. Be sure to join us next time when we finish our discussion of this three-part episode series and begin a new conversation about the final episode of Album 57. That episode is called The Pilot, Part 1 and 2. I hope you'll join us. Until next time, I'm Kevin McCreary. If you'd like to find out more about the Scoopcast and to keep up with the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news, be sure to check us out at odysseyscoop.com. And that way, you'll never be without the Odyssey Scoop. Bye, everybody. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there? No, no, we're not. Calm down, kids. Calm down. Bye, kids. Here, put in this adventures in Odyssey. Oh, yes. Does this bring back memories? Well, it does for us. And that's why we created The Ceiling Fans, the biggest Adventures in Odyssey fan podcast in the world. Relive the fun with this satirical throwback to the greatest radio drama of all time. Ever wonder why Mr. Whitaker used to be so fat and then suddenly got skinny? Or why Connie Kendall never seems to age? Perhaps you've wondered why the kids never seem to pay for their ice cream at Wit's End? Or how the town of Odyssey handles gang violence and drug problems? Find out the answers to these questions and much, much more on The Ceiling Fan. Plus, enjoy the fun adventures of Ethan Daniels, hey self-proclaimed biggest Odyssey fan, as he goes on a quest to find the real town of Odyssey or tours the country with his Odyssey tribute band, McAllister Park. For more information, you can check out CeilingFanPodcast.com or search Ceiling Fan in your iTunes store. The Ceiling Fan, adventures in Odyssey like you've never heard it before.